Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. If you're loving what you're hearing on the show, go out and tell two friends today about the show. Take a minute and help them find the podcast on their phone and show them how easy it is to subscribe. So many of my listeners tell me that they listen to the show in the morning, some at the gym, some in their cars. Spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's show, we're talking about how properties disappear from the market. No, they weren't demolished, but I will show you where they went. Harry Dent is an economist who bases his entire thesis about the economy on demographics. Demographics can predict so much about human behavior. We know there's a range of ages when people spend the most money on education. That's usually between age of 18 and 24. We can use the number of live births to predict the number of diapers that will sell in a given year. We can use demographic data to predict housing trends. As real estate investors, we know that real estate is hyperlocal. So how do you map the knowledge of the macroeconomy and demographics to the specifics of your local market? It's by understanding who your ideal customer is and then overlaying demographics on top of the needs of your ideal customer. If your product is a four-bedroom house in the suburbs in a nice neighborhood, it's a pretty safe bet the buyer is likely to be a family. It's probably not an empty nester late in their 60s who are looking to buy a four-bedroom house. It's probably also not a new graduate from college. Today, we're going to talk about a huge demographic group called the baby boomers. The oldest baby boomer today is 73 years of age, and the youngest is 55. For the next decade, we're going to see that demographic group retire in growing numbers. That's worth paying close attention to. This past weekend, I was speaking at an investor conference, and I was speaking about a product that we have in a vacation destination. I actually met several people who had purchased in the same destination, but not as investors to owner-occupy the units themselves. When people retire, they often have certain life goals. They want to downsize. They don't need such a large house. They don't want the effort and expense of cleaning and heating a large space when they're only using a small fraction of it. They also want to travel. So for many, that means having a place where they can confidently leave and know the property is going to be safe. If the property has a large yard with a lawn that needs to be cut or a laneway that needs to be cleared in the winter, that's not as good a fit as a condo in a complex where there's maintenance staff on site all the time and the majority of the maintenance items are the responsibility of the condo corporation. Some people want to retire to the beach. Some will want to retire to that chalet in the mountains. They want to spend time in an environment that's emotionally uplifting and inspires them on a daily basis. Some will choose to rent and experiment with a number of locations over a period of years before finally settling on a single location. Others will choose their dream pad very quickly. And yet for others, they will maintain multiple residences and move with the seasons. This particular demographic group is looking for walkable communities with lots of community amenities. They're looking for desirable destinations, and they're looking for buildings with on-site amenities and strong on-site management. They're looking for a resort lifestyle where they can walk to the beach or breathe in the mountain air. These properties were often built as condos in resort complexes, sometimes with a hotel attached. They were intended to be part of a rental pool under hotel management. But the condo hotel model means an individual owner can purchase a unit and owner-occupy the unit whenever they want. Of course, when it's owner-occupied, the hotel can't rent it out, and the owner gets zero revenue for those nights. But then, they get a resort lifestyle because they're actually living in a resort. When that happens, these suites get removed from the market's inventory. When only one or two such transactions happen in the market, 
it's not enough to have a measurable impact. But when it becomes a trend, then inventory disappears and the short-term vacation market and operators find it hard to supply sufficient inventory for the number of visitors who come on vacation. It creates a unique market dynamic because now there's two different buyers for the same product. The investor will value the product based on multiples of net income, where the income is determined by seasonal factors and the nightly rate. But for the owner-occupant, their price criteria is based on the value to them as a home. As you pay attention to the laws of supply and demand, consider that supply may actually shrink in some rare cases where properties are highly desirable. We always look for those special situations where there's more demand than supply. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.